Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Too Long Just Listen. My name is Alex, and this, this is my podcast. Each week we talk about the article that I have covered on my website, alexwan.co.uk. This week, we are going to be talking about Detective Pikachu, and why, in my opinion, I think it is, or will now always be, well, probably not always be, and I hope not always be, but why it is now the best video game film adaptation. Um, I'm going to be discussing a little bit of spoilers for the film and the game, so do understand you are going to be listening at your own risk. Um, but I do recommend uh, watching the film, um, or even more so, playing the game. Uh, but I want to be totally... T- <laughs> oh god. It's an amazing film. I highly recommend everyone watches it. It's definitely not like film of the year or anything. Don't get me wrong. It's it's a very good film and I thoroughly enjoy my time with it. But frankly, the thing that really fucking annoyed me more than anything else is I did the research. I, I double checked. I triple checked. I went through so many lists. I went through so many INDP pages like Rotten Tomato and everything else. There has never actually been a solidly good, I'm not saying amazing, good film that is an adaptation of a video game. Now, this isn't obviously talking about anime or anything else like that. The thing is, because obviously, they're different. Like, we're talking, especially, let's really it's super specific about this, because I'm going to, because I don't give a fuck, because it's my podcast and I can do what I want. There has never been a good Western adaptation of a video game. Just point blank. Ever. I was going through lists, like, you have no idea how many lists. Like, in the article, I, I go, like, that was Resident Evil films. Like, the first one was fine, but it's, like, nothing to write hold about. Like, let's think about it. Detective Pikachu versus the first Resident Evil film, which is better? Resident Evil doesn't even put a candle next to Detective Pikachu. It has some cool action scenes. Like, the dog scene is cool. Like, everyone remembers that, or the the laser scene. Everyone remembers those scenes, but let's be real, right? Let's let's be real, dear listener. There aren't actually any really good video game films, and it's really irritating, right? Because one of the biggest, like, mediums for film adaptations is obviously, outside of screenplays, is books. Um, Hell, we've even had very successful, like, songs being adapted into film. But why has video game always struggled there? And as someone that has studied film, it's always been a very interesting thing to kind of understand. Obviously, we've seen this recent rise of uh, superheroes, so comic books. Um, And graphic novels have been incredibly important source material for films uh, over the last, like, 15, 20 years, really. I I would argue for at least 20 years. Um, And obviously, before that, you could even argue in the 90s as well. But um, it's been super weird that... uh, Arguably, like, one of the largest mediums for entertainment at the moment, which is a billion-dollar industry, uh, just apparently you can't can't adapt the films, uh, the games into films for whatever reason. And this is the first one that does it. And I, I think I think it's really weird that that's ever happened. Um, but let me give you a bit of backstory about my experience with Detective Pikachu. So I remember watching the, fil- uh, the trailer when the game came out and I just remember seeing angry Pikachu about to get run over by a car and he's just yelling. And that was just my gif. That was my gif for about three to six months. I definitely send that to all my friends and everybody else. Because I was like, this is just amazing. I love this. I love Pikachu. Pikachu is not my favorite Pokemon. Pelipper, the Pelican Pokemon, is my favorite Pokemon. Go figure. 
because that's that's what I wanted, and that's what I like, and that's nostalgia for me. Um, and I saw I I don't remember if I saw a Pelican. Did I see a Pelipa in Pokemon? I don't think I did. But like that idea that I could exist in a universe with my favorite Pokemon. That, like, that just kind of had that warm childhood smile. Like, I kind of was like, man, that's cool. I want I want to experience that, you know? Um, so, Detective Pikachu came out. Um, I didn't play it on release, um, partly because I don't, I didn't own a 3DS. It took me a while to actually got around to playing it. Uh, but I decided to basically jam it for one day. I basically got it, and then I just played it all through in one day, and it was fine. Um, there were definitely critiques with it. Um, one of the problems I had is you pretty much have to talk to anyone, um, to any and everyone. Uh, which, frankly, as someone that has played point-and-click games, because that's what it is. It is fundamentally just a point-and-click game, but except you don't click, you kind of just talk or identify a clue or an object. It, it's just a point-and-click game. Very much, uh, Detective Layden, Sam and Max, uh, some of the Telltale games, like, it, it's very much just a very straightforward, you control the character, you can run around, you can interact with sometimes the environment, and you can talk to people. It does require you to talk to everyone, which irritates me, because I very much like the idea that if I have done exactly what's needed, and I don't have to go overboard, then why can't I just finish? And it, very much, the game does restrict you. Um, I guess part of the reason is they don't want you to miss anything, which I don't hate. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Um, but it was fun. Um, I really was hoping for the obviously Danny DeVito's voice, um, like everyone when the trailer, the fan trailer came out and it had Danny DeVito's voice. Um, I thought it was fucking hilarious, uh, but it it didn't. But I think the voice actor of Pikachu, who I don't know off the top of my head, but whoever whoever they are, uh, they did an amazing job. Um, and to be honest, all those voice actors in Detective Pikachu actually did a very, very good job. Uh, I'm very, I was very impressed in the video game. Uh, that was one of its actually pros, I would say personally. Um, they were very good at conveying emotion and kind of actually getting this story across. Um, uh, it, the story itself isn't amazing. It's not a very special story. It's got a very unique story, though. That um, frankly, I think only something like the Pokemon universe could really use because the Pokemon universe is so unique and exclusive in what it actually does. Um, there is just nothing like it, really. Um, and I think part of the problem is because it has that history, right? Like, it's not World of Warcraft. When the World of Warcraft film came out, what the World of Warcraft film is is just very different, and the universe around it is just so unique, um, which I think Pokemon has that exact same thing. Um, and this was kind of like, outside of a few other games that we've seen like the GameCube Pokemon games and a few of the uh, spin-offs like obviously Pokemon Snap um, and a few others uh, that we've seen like the Rangers and everything this is very unique Detective Pikachu was just such a different game but it was held in this universe that frankly like myself loads and loads of people knew about which I actually loved because because it was so different and because it was just such a unique experience that's why i got excited to play a pokemon game and like for the first time in a very long time like i had tried to play pokemon ruby which personally was my like nostalgia game like i played a lot of gold personally but and i played a lot of pearl i think it was but 
Ruby was my Pokemon game. That was the game I got on release day. I threw it into my Game Boy Advance the day it came out, or a few days even, I think I got it a, day, a few days before it came out, and I just played it incessantly, and I did play that game so much, and I loved it. That was my game. That was my Pokemon game. And when it re-came out on the 3DS, and I tried playing it, I just didn't enjoy it. I just didn't enjoy it in the same way that I had. But Detective Pikachu was a way that I could kind of relive in the Pokemon universe and kind of really enjoy myself again. Um, so, the one thing, and the thing that I really like about the adaptation, the film itself of Detective Pikachu, was that it basically only took about a few ideas of the film. And, and like, these ideas are very, very simple. That the drug R is the, the main bad thing, right? There is a drug that basically turns Pokemon into Rampages, and it's called R. There's a lot of rumors going around that it's like, kind of, that's a nod to Team Rocket. I like to think it is. Like, I just think that's a cool idea, and that Giovanni is in some way potentially related to it. I obviously don't think it is, and obviously the game never says anything like that. But, it's a, it's a cool nod, you know? Um... The idea that the name of the person is called Tim Goodman and that he is the son of a detective that has gone missing or dead, that's still the same. Pikachu and Mewtwo, spoiler alert, Mewtwo's in the film. It's a spoiler here, letting everyone know. All right, cool. Uh, so Pikachu and Mewtwo have a deal. That, that, is, that is actually an important plot point. Um, and that the Clifford name is still one of the largest companies. It's like the main people, like these are the rich people. Um, but outside of that, other than a few similarities, so Pim so when Tim arrives, he goes to the detective agency when he gets into the city, whereas in the film he goes to the police. Uh, he meets Pikachu rather than um, on the street in the game, rather than his father's apartment, right? These are very minor things, uh, but obviously he's still his father's partner. They still have that connection. Um, and the female reporter, while well, in the game it's two characters, there are two there is the, the lead reporter and her assistant, and the assistant is who Tim has the hots for. Now it's just one girl that's an intern at the same place. And it's a little bit weird, right? Because I kind of couldn't figure it out, right? So the Clifford, right? The, 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 the Clifford name, the, the company, right? Um, in the game, they just seem to be the biggest news corporation and the the owner i can't remember his name off the top of my head but the owner of it is mr clifford or whatever right and the reporters work for them they're a news corporation right whereas in the film and i don't know why they did this i'm guessing just because it's an easier plot point um that they are the founders of the city, they run the news station, they seem to kind of just do everything. They seem like a very evil company. I didn't, qu I didn't quite get why they decided to do this. I felt like it worked perfectly fine. Honestly speaking, I thought it worked perfectly fine. The game has a very good way of explaining how they're going to do this and everything, but they don't have the way same way to set it up as the game, so I kind of get it. And, uh, that was weird. Personally, for me, that's why I think it wasn't the perfect adaptation, but it, it took inspiration, right? And like, that's why I'm not angry. Because the film took inspiration from the game as opposed to being like, well, the game did this, so we're going to do this. There's no way that you could have a solid hour and a half, just under hour and 45 minutes film, and for it to actually be enjoyable, and for you to follow exactly how the game went. You just can't. 
I, I genuinely don't think you can. The game took me about 10 hours to play, right? 10 to 12 hours. I, I honestly can't remember. It's been a while since I played the game. Um, but there's no way you can do one and then expect that you're going to be able to do the other. You can't cram 8, hour, eight to 10 hours. Hell, let's say 8 hours, right? Let's say I speed ran this thing. There's no way you can cram 8 hours of content to 10 hours of content into an hour and a half film and to make it enjoyable and to still get the same experience. No, you just can't, right? I was very happy at how they adapted it. I think I think that is the good thing that they did. Um, and obviously I can go in way more depth about the film and the game and everything else. Uh, I, I think I've waffled on, honestly, for enough. But but what, what was interesting, right, is a lot of people I've spoken to were surprised at how good the film was. And this got me thinking, right? This got me thinking because I was super intrigued that, honestly speaking, that people were surprised it was good because I mean, I had played the game, right? I knew it was a good game. It was, it was like an average. It was like a 7 out of 10. It, it was a good film. It was a good game, rather. Um, but did no one play it? So, okay. I went on to VG charts. Now, take it with a pinch of salt. That's what I'm doing. It just shows you the sale numbers. It doesn't show you digital downloads. And it's worldwide. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. But it's what we've got. So I'll take it. And apparently it sold 0.47 million, so 470,000 million copies. 470,000 copies, rather. Um, which is not a lot. It's really not a lot. When Pokemon X and Y and Sun and Moon both sold over 16 million copies on the 3DS, and Mystery Dungeon series sold well over 1 million copies, it does kind of uh, bring some form of uh, disappointment to the sales of Detective Pikachu. But... Which got an adaptation. Obviously, the the Pokemon X and Y and the game series and the anime has kind of always been kind of a little bit of the same. I, I've watched a few of the films and a, and a bit of the animated series and stuff. Like, especially the late stuff, not the really early stuff, because obviously I grew up with that stuff. That was like crack cocaine for me when I was a kid. Um, no, I'm meaning the later stuff, but the stuff that comes out now. I, I vaguely watch it from time to time, especially if it's on uh, Twitch, Twitch streams. I... I definitely will happily chow down and just like kind of have it on in the background. And I do sometimes put it on the background because like it is a fun thing to watch. And the stories aren't terrible. Like th there's definitely worse things I could be watching. Like <laughs> don't get me wrong. Um, but what I think was good is that this was just such a unique concept. Th this is something I've already talked about. But I think this is just such a... Because it's so different. Um, because the concept of the Pokemon universe is just so vast, um, it allows itself to be interpreted in multiple different ways. And because of that uh, freedom to interpret, um, it's in super exciting to actually kind of see that opportunity be taken on something like Detective Pikachu, which wasn't a universe, it wasn't a success. It, it didn't sell well. Like, it didn't even sell half a million copies. It sold just under half a million copies, which is just, frankly, just terrible like especially for the pokemon ip like like what are you what are you hoping for here you, you're hoping for at least a million copies right if mystery dungeon that's been going on for over 10 years can sell a million copies you fucking hope detective pikachu which was meme hype central would do it as well but it didn't um and i wonder potentially if that's why well what i was surprised about is when the film was coming out they hadn't uh ported it over to the switch now, um, I don't know if you can digitally download that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can digitally download it. But I think when I was looking around, 
Um, it wasn't, so I don't, I don't think so. But let's be real here. What it does give me is hope. This this film was really good, right? Uh, the technology they used was actually very impressive. Like these Pokemon had gone past the Uncanny Valley and come out the other side looking adorable as fuck, or they looked like dope. Like Jigglypuff, that in the trailer where you see Jigglypuff singing and then someone's asleep and it turns around and it's pissed. You can tell that's a Jigglypuff that was one second ago happy and now is going to cut you. Like, Pikachu looks cute as fuck. Like, I want a Pikachu in real life right now. Like, oh, dude. Like, the Pokemon, like, even the Psyduck, it looks goofy. And it looks like what you expect a Psyduck to look like. Like, the film kind of did this just so well. It adapted the Pokemon so well into the live action, into a real world scenario. And the technology is there. Obviously, I have no idea how difficult that was to work with. I can imagine it was probably super difficult. And you're basically always filming in front of green screens. And there's so much work going on in the background. I, I understand that. I understand that. But I would love to see another live-action Pokemon film. And I also think, personally, this could lend itself very well to a Netflix series or two. Now... I want them to be very careful and not to overwhelm us with this. I think the Pokemon IP is such a unique IP and while they can go kind of balls to the wall crazy with the amount of anime stuff they throw out there because they know kids are going to watch that, especially as like TV and everything else. Detective Pikachu is special, right? It got both adults and children watching it and it got adults that have probably not watched a Pokemon film since basically they were like over 20 years ago when the first pokemon film came out like, they might have not watched one since then or maybe since pokemon 2000 that's almost 20 years ago like if they haven't watched one since back then let's be real right they're, they're probably if this is their first one coming back to it you need to get them and if you suddenly release more of an, an adult or even just like something that you can watch with your child but a series that you can enjoy with your child, like that's what's exciting to me. I think that is what super holds the, a lot of the potential because I think the Pokemon IP has the ability to tell stories that other, other IPs just can't tell. Because if they can't, they, they don't have the opportunity. This, this universe is just so unique. We don't actually have a universe like this. The Pokemon universe is basically just a glorified version of our own universe, except we just happen to have these cute creatures wandering around instead of like dogs. Instead of having a dog, you have a Pokemon. But because of that, there's so much more mystery and elements, and you can kind of put these special thing, uh, like plot points into it because of it. Like I, you've got all the stuff, stones you've got the hexy like if people are able to make lore on let's play uh like twitch plays pokemon around uh like the, the experience there's it's it's very ridiculous to assume that uh the pokemon company or just nintendo or the creators in the world and the creatives in the world that they can't come up with unique selling or unique series like an idea i've had is that you could literally just do say for instance a 12 to 15 episode netflix series how 10 episode netflix series whatever and you just tell one story around the pokemon universe you could do one where you're basically following a farmer and his experience with pokemon and like his daily life uh and then you could potentially do a businessman who works like a, an actual salary man and like their daily life like i think 
the Pokemon universe, uh, or you could hold, like actually get one the police and like following an actual case and like being a police officer with their Pokemon, uh, like you can tell these like very unique stories. Um, hell, you could have military Pokemon. Uh, like I just think the Pokemon universe can, you can tell so many unique stories, which in the real world would be very fucking boring. But because it's Pokemon, oh shit, it suddenly becomes more exciting and unique and special. I don't know, I don't know. I could gush about Pokemon for fucking ages. Uh, but I don't think that's the point. What I want to end is, and I want to kind of use a lot of what my um, ending paragraph is, um, that the game itself, it wasn't actually that amazing. It was about a 7 out of 10. That, that is what you call an average game. That isn't... It's super average. It wasn't a 6 out of 10. It wasn't a 5 out of 10, because 5 out of 10 is actually average, but po like using the video game logic scoring system, which that potentially will be an interesting topic to one day talk about, um, was a 7 out of 10. The film was about the same. I'd give it a 7, maybe 7.5 out of 10. Thoroughly enjoyed my experience with both of them. What it does prove is that video games can be used as very good source material, as like for a film or a series. Now, I think part of the problem is that the, uh, people just cry and cram far too much content, as I've already said. When I was ranting on about, like, you can't cram 8 to 10 hours of content, it's because you can't. This is why we have creators that, that like, like the creator of the Metal Gear series, he doesn't go out trying to create a, like, trying, he makes a game and showcases and tells his story in his medium. He can tell, basic, he can basically tell a film. Like, Kojima can tell you on a film experience, but it's going to last you basically 30, 40 hours where you can't do that in a film, right? The medium allows you to be kind of so much more fluid with your storytelling, and you can tell a much longer, wider story, and the gameplay elements also play into that. Whereas if you just cut down the cutscenes, you could easily still have, like, a 30, 40-hour cutscene. Like, if you go on YouTube, right? Straight up, you can go on YouTube right now. After you finish this podcast and subscribe to me and give me a rating and all that other good stuff. Go on YouTube, type in whatever recent big game came out, and you can literally type in blah 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 cutscenes. Hell, uh, so a game I'm interested in playing at the moment, fighting game, Metal, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, right? You can literally go on YouTube and watch the whole cutscene. It's about three or four hours long. You can watch the whole story, and it's longer than most films, like by double. Right? Like, video games just have long stories, but you can easily cut out a lot of the uh, core elements, uh, well, cut out the core elements, rather, and that's your story. And that's what you need. You don't need to go wicked over the board, you don't need to try and tell everything. And I think that's the problem a lot of mediums get. Or, you do what to take to Pikachu, right? Take an 8 to 10 hour game. Cut it down so you take out, two, you only take like 3 to 4 of the core points. So, right, what did Detective Pikachu do? Alright, so it took the idea that you are the son of a detective that has died or gone missing. You are going you're 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 gonna get help and you're going to be pushed by a journalist. Okay? That's the second point. There is this drug R. This is the bad thing in the in the thing, right? In the whole element. That um uh, that, that's the drug that's causing the problems and you're trying to find out what your father's problem was. This is the case he was searching. So R is a plot device but it's also the reason that you are searching for your father, right? So it kind of does a two-prong thing, right? 
And then you have the gimmick thing, which is just Pikachu, right? Detective Pikachu is the gimmick, right? The girl actually does a lot of shit. Pikachu is just a plot point. Straight up, right? The Pikachu is the reason you're you're watching the film, right? A Pikachu is the is the co-star, but the plot actually gets pushed along by Pikachu because of certain elements, because he has a deal with Mewtwo. And there are certain things that kind of go through the story, but they only take certain points and plot elements. They don't try you don't go to a resort. You don't go to an island. The game, in the game, right? You go to an island. And you, you find the creator of R. And you talk to him. And then it's you basically find out that it's being used. And you have to solve a case that basically looks like he's trying to destroy the island and make Pokemon go berserk. But it's actually someone brought R that was a developer. And they're trying to get all the Pokemon to go off the island so they can put a hotel. You don't have this subplot in the film. You don't... When he went to the laboratory, in the gate, in the film, right? And it was all closed up. Straight up, I don't care, I'm giving spoilers here. Um, you go, you, you watch them go to the laboratory, and it's all closed up, it's been destroyed, Mewtwo, like, escaped and everything, right? How do you think they do it in the game? You go in as an intern, and it's like a five-person thing, right? And for most of it, you're just going around... R gets thrown out of one of the Pokemon, a few of the Pokemon go rampage and the Pokemon feel bad. They're just doing normal tests and the Pokemon are cool with it. Pokemon chill. They're like, yeah, man. There's the Shell Pokemon. I can't remember what it's called. I'm going to call it Shelly. I, I definitely am getting that wrong. Definitely getting that wrong. Um, but it's like the, you know what I'm talking about. It's the Pokemon which has, um, ah, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is bad. It looks, uh, it's yellow and has a red shell. Oh, God. Oh, I don't care, right? Basically, they figure they want to just mix cocktails in its shell, like straight up. That that is the plot. That that is a thing you do. You have to find the correct berries so it is happy to make you a cocktail for another Pokemon. Don't get that in the filmer. Don't get that whole like bullshit for the first like 30, 40, like like literally that like that is about forty minutes. You do, you do stuff around the, the laboratory for about 40 minutes. It's cool. You get to find out all these kind of elements. You get to meet all the profe uh, all the scientists at the laboratory and everything. You get to start reading the books about everything. You get a bunch of backstory. Eventually, you find a secret lair and everything else, right? Super interesting. None of that is in the game. No, in the film, rather. In the film. None of it's in the film. You don't have to take all the random elements they just they this is why i'm really hopeful that potentially other creatives can take can look at fit games in the future and just take the core thing right halo the halo series right all you have to do all you have to do is have master chief right halo is actually arguably one of the fucking easiest things in the world right and you're gonna have you can have three or four films right halo's story is fucking terrible, right? Like, I'm just being straight up. I've loved the first three Halo films, straight up. I, all on Legendary, done it, easy, whatever, not easy, very hard. Anyway, the story of Halo, not particularly impressive. All you need is Master Chief killing aliens. That is fundamentally the plot point. At some point, Cortana gets stolen. Oh no, you have to save her. Oh yeah, like, like this, Video games aren't hard to adapt. You just have to be able to understand that <laughs> if you're going to set up a plot, you have to do it correctly. Because...
because if you don't, it looks bad. I think I also just had echo for the last like 30 seconds, so I apologize for that, listener. Let me let me just double check. Whatever. Um, but yeah, like games are not hard to adapt. At the end of the day, I just don't think they are. So, where do I want to end this? Well, I I'm hopeful for the future of games. I think games in general could be very successful. I mean, at the end of the day, right? I think the easiest thing to think about for video games as a medium is that video games can be adapted into successful films. And this is what Detective Pikachu has shown us. That it is possible and that potentially in my idea that, that you could even have a Netflix series be successful or a HBO or, or anything like that, right? I think it's not really unrealistic to assume that you can have a successful series. Um, so who knows? I think the future is bright and this got me excited for not only just future live action Pokemon films but also just video game adaptations in the future. It's giving me hope uh, where we have seen bad adaptations of other uh, films and, well, frankly, anime has gotten a beating recently uh, with, like, Ghost in the Shell. Um, but I think the future of uh, video game adaptations and other potential medium adaptations are going to be better in the future. It gives me hope. It gives me hope. But these are all just my thoughts. Thank you so much for listening to Too Long Just Listen. We have gone, we have been able to adapt a, a, a 1,002 page article into uh, about 30 minutes, which I'm impressed about. I have definitely rambled on for a while. Um, if you have enjoyed this, please, if you can share this around with your friends and or family or whatever um, on your Twitter or Instagrams and all that stuff, uh, greatly appreciated. Uh, obviously, you can find all of my articles and my social link uh, and my social social links on my website, alexswan.co.uk. This podcast comes out on all major streaming uh, podcasting platforms. I believe we've got your Spotify, your iTunes, your Stitcher, your SoundCloud, all of this stuff. Uh, you can find me also on Twitter at marswan. Uh, on Twitter and also Mars One on Instagram. Uh, I I am trying to figure out my streaming setup, so I will hopefully go back to streaming on some regularity on Twitch. I am also Mars One on Twitch as well. I try and keep that all in a very straightforward action. Um, if you want to listen to any of my past podcasts, feel free. You can go through the feed. I also have my articles are also on my website alexone.co.uk. Um, and yeah. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a it's been a good one and uh I'll speak to you next week. <laughs>